Good Adventures, everybody. I'm Melissa Bonzak, and welcome to episode 52 of Books Cubed, the show where I chat with indie authors that you should be reading. It is Thursday, January 2nd, 2020. Oh my gosh, can you believe it's 2020, a whole new decade? Did you do anything interesting last night for New Year's? If you are listening to this on January 2nd, or two nights ago, I guess New Year's was, uh, I went to bed at like 8 o'clock. I'm just too old to uh, hang around until midnight, and um, I guess the thrill is kind of gone after all this time. <laughs> anyway, so today, uh, I missed last week because I still was not feeling well. So um, I have a short story I'm going to read to you. It's super, super short. It's 252 words, but uh, it came about because I took the uh, writing prompt books that I co-authored with uh, Lisa Mahoney. Uh, we took the uh, sci-fi one down to a writer's group. Uh, near me, and uh, we uh, just one of the girls randomly picked um, a page, and we all rolled dice. And uh, I'll tell you what my three things were after I read you the story. So I'm going to start with the story real quick. Let me find it. Okay. So uh, here it is. Uh, there's no title, so uh, if you could think of a good title, uh, just leave a note in the comments. Danielle crouched down and poked the carcass with a stick. Whatever it had been, it was too small to be useful. Nothing but skin and bones. Just have to keep looking. She worked her way across the snowy road to an embankment. No travelers out. Not that she'd expected to see any. No one came this far north anymore. With her snowshoes to an angle, she half slid, half stepped down the powdery hill. At the bottom, she looked up her hand ready to shield her eyes from the piercing reflections off the ice-covered pond. Instead, her jaw dropped, and she felt her heart start to race. A hundred yards in front of her, a dozen dark shapes were strewn across the frozen surface. Her eyes moved from one to the next. Dear, she was sure of it. She'd seen pictures. Setting her pack on the ground, she trekked out, checking each animal in turn. No damage to the hides, but the meat would be bad. The stains on their muzzles told her that the animals had eaten the purple berries that ringed the pond. Too bad. She could have made the meat last a year. Then she turned her attention to the carriage on its side, the occupant half in, half out, more berries scattered near a gloved hand. Idiot. She shifted the driver enough to pry the red fur coat off the body and shrugged it on. At least she'd be warm on the hike back to the house. So... There's the story that I came up with. So I rolled, let's see, the three things that I rolled was a, um, a, a taxidermist, the word parasite, and the location was a dry lake bed. So we wrote for 30 minutes and I got about half of it done and all of a sudden I had the idea, but I didn't quite know how to execute it. And then we ran out of time and um, I came home and I worked for about 30, minute, 30 more minutes and I just ditched the taxidermist and I ditched the parasite and I ditched the dry lake bed. I ditched it all, but it was a good start. And I wouldn't have gotten to where I did if I hadn't just randomly rolled those dice and gotten those three things. And everybody who read, I think two of them had very similar stuff. Again, we did this a couple months ago and we had a couple of people who did the same thing, but they wrote such different stuff. It was so interesting to hear. So uh, anyway, so that's what I came up with. That was the story. And then I read that at a Christmas group that I go to. Everybody had to write a short story of 250 words. And I had put it off until the last minute. 
And I wrote this, like I said, I went down with friends and wrote for 30 minutes and came home and wrote for 30 minutes. So um, it was a lot of fun to do. And uh, if you want to get one of these lovely uh, prompt books, they're called Roller Prompt Writing Journals, and you'll find them on Amazon, Kobo, and Barnes and Noble at the moment. Um, or you can leave a note in the show notes if for some reason you can't find it, but I'll put a link. Anyway, so I'm going to get on to what I uh, told you I was going to talk about today. Don't have any authors today. Everybody's out and about doing things, and I am really bad about recording shows in advance. And that's, I guess, my New Year's resolution is to record shows in advance so that I will have a couple months worth of shows that I can just roll out without worrying about tracking people down. You know, I read the books and then I forget to talk to people. And <laughs> I sort of need to talk to the authors to, uh, to let you all know who they are and, and um, what their books about are about. I, you know, it's just not going to work for me to think about it. And I'm terrible at um, just describing things. Yes, I'm a writer, but I don't do that kind of writing. I don't do reviews and that kind of thing. There's people who, who do that and they're fantastic at it, but I don't do that kind of writing. So it's just so much better to, uh, so much easier to chat with the authors. So today, uh, a couple months ago, well, it's not even a couple months ago, they uh, opened at Disney World a new ride called Rise of the Resistance. And it was so much fun. We got into it. Um, we almost didn't, but I'll talk about that in a second. And uh, well, I guess I can start with, well, I'll talk about that when I'm showing you the photos because uh, I've got a bunch of photos to show you. We only rode the ride once. It's been a couple of weeks since I did it. I made some notes, but I know I'm going to get the order of some of the things wrong. So, um, you know, that's it. So, you know, if you're, if you're not, if you're not watching the video, you may want to watch the video and I'll have the link in the show notes if you're on the, just the podcast. So hang on, I'll be right back. Okay. This is the front of the rise of the resistance. And, um, I have no idea what I'm looking at here. And I was standing there looking at it and there's a lot of vegetation around it and, um, parts of ships and there's a waterfall. And I think there's a fan there, um, that might've been part of a ship or it may have just been there to keep us cool as we are standing in line. It takes a little while to walk through this vegetation area to get inside the caves. There I am inside finally, a little bit of a waterfall. And um, the, these caves were, it was a little cooler inside. So uh, if it's um, a hot day, you uh, may want a um, pullover like I had. And then there are some vehicles and things that are inside uh, that the rebels have um, brought with them. And you see, um, pipes in the caves and every now and then there's holes in the ceiling for ventilation. It was very cool with lights around and um, here's a bunch of barrels that were filled with things and you see panels with lights filled with lights. You can't press anything to make it change. So, you know, anyway, and uh, here's Mark and that's my husband and he is sitting along the um, walls. They've got um, areas for people to sit and it's a really long line. So I really like that. And there's a lot of places where you can sit down. Then you come through um, some of these narrower corridors and you come out into areas where they have um, like lockers with mesh on them, like the rebels are using them to hold various things. Uh, there's medical supplies, there's uniforms, there's firearms. Here is one of the pilot's uniforms, and you can see the little oxygen hose there. This is um, one of the orange ones, that, uh, like the ones you saw in the first Star Wars movie. There's a helmet 
um, I guess a new hope is the, since they were uh, done out of order. So um, uh, it was kind of hard to see some of this stuff because the lighting wasn't super great. Um, here's some more uh, boxes of things. As you're going through the caves, you want to have that play app up. Okay, here's that screen where they're watching the different fighters during uh, the, the battle for the Death Star. And uh, they were standing there watching them. And um, they have them twice, I think, throughout here. I don't think that was two different sides of the same one, but it could have been. It's been a while since I did this. Okay, and then you come out into an area and there's BB-8 and some view screens up there. And in just a second, uh, you'll see there's a little section to the left there uh, that you can't quite see yet. Um, I'm not quite sure what was on those screens until uh, some people are going to pop up on those screens in just a second. Okay, so then now you're seeing, is this, I was looking at this thinking oh, there's going to be a hologram there shortly. And um, I was totally right. Uh, Ray is going to show up and she's going to thank us for joining the rebellion, but uh, we've been discovered. And so we need to get out of here. And these two um, gentlemen, and I can't remember who they are. I know somebody does. Uh, they're going to tell us to get into the ship and we're going to go off to our right through a door and we go out um, outside and then we go into this transport. And uh, oh, I think there was like 25 of us maybe in the transport. So I walked in and you hold onto a bar and it's all standing room only. And to my left, you can see uh, there's the pilot. He's animatronic. And um, I think he was the same guy that it's a trap. It's a trap guy. I think it was the same kind of um, kind of creature. And then to my to my other side, uh, on the top, you can see the different people are um, uh, telling you about how the battle's going, and you're trying to get off the planet. And you're being attacked, and that circular uh, window that you can see. Uh, there's a battle going on outside, and the the ship is shaking and moving. It was very very cool. Then all of a sudden, we are pulled onto with a tractor beam, we're pulled onto a um, battle cruiser and they come on and they're very, um, well, you have to get out and we're going to interrogate you now. And all the people playing the different roles were really into it. And I thought that would be totally fun to be that character because then you get to be mean. <laughs> and as people were taking photos, they kept telling us your transmissions will never leave this ship. So that was really, really cool. Okay, so here we are. There's about 50 or so stormtroopers. They're all animatronic. Uh, they would move periodically, um, nothing too wild. And then there's a view screen behind them. There it is. And there's a battle going on outside there. There's a couple of other big ships and there's some fighters flying around. And I think I've got video coming up next. Yeah, you can see there's someone flying and there's some uh, TIE fighters coming and going. And above where the stormtroopers are, there's another area of the ship that's just as big as the view screen, and and it's 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 just so cavernous. This uh, ship that you're inside, and you truly feel like you're inside this this ship of the Alliance. And then here's one of the Tie Fighters. I think this is Kylo Ren's Tie Fighter. I think he mentions it later. Okay, so then we are lined up and we're being taken to interrogation and you go down a hall a short ways and then you turn left and you go down to the end of this hall and then you go right and it's a very short distance once you uh turn down that hallway so 
once you do that second turn, you know that you're really close to the actual ride starting, though I guess you could say the ride's already started because the line to get to the moving part of the ride uh, is all is all um, involved with different parts of this, uh, your, you know, the captured rebel. So um, they are getting us ready. We're in line now to be interrogated and we're being ter we're terrified here, of course, and uh, getting some more transmissions done and trying to get them off the ship to tell the rebels where we are. And uh, they uh, tell us that um, I think this one might be out of order. We might have seen this guy after we see Kylo Ren and the guy um, from Rise of the Resistance who was in that movie. Um, <clears throat> he's here also chatting with Kylo Ren and they're you know, telling us that um, we are going to be taken to a prison in a transport, prison, transport vehicle to our cells in the prison. So here, here's what the vehicle looked like at the end of the ride. I couldn't get a good shot of the vehicle inside the ride because the colors, it was dark and there was a lot of red or yellow coloring and it just didn't, I don't know, I didn't have a very good phone at the time, so it really take good pictures. But here it is at the end of the ride so you can see what it looks like. And um, <clears throat> on the left-hand side, that's the droid and he's piloting the um, vehicle that you're in. And I thought we were sitting behind him. I thought we'd be in front, but we kept going backward which was kind of nauseous to me. Okay, then Finn, Finn shows up on the screen of the transport telling us that they have found us and they're going to rescue us. So he hijacks the transport and we're being chased and we're being shot at. It's very cool. And uh, we keep moving through the ship and it really feels like that you're on this massive ship because you move around a lot. And then there's an animatronic Finn where the yellow is if you're watching on video. He's over in the corner there, and he's he stands he 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 he's standing up firing, and then at one point he sits down so you can't see him anymore because he's hiding from the gunfight, and then we drive past two AT-ATs that are full size, they are huge, and then uh, we went backward again, and then we get into an elevator and we go up, and then we're looking directly into where the pilots are for the AT-AT, and um, they're moving around, and I'm sure that it's just more video, but it was very cool and it felt like we were there, like I said. And then Kylo Ren is trying to convince us to join the dark side. And of course, we're not going to do that because we're rebels. And uh, here he is again, uh, a little closer. And um, uh, I, I can't remember how exactly we escape him. Uh, I think something fell on him, actually. So then as we're going along, we come to a, a window so we can see the battle going on outside. And um, the ship is moving and, and the transport you're in is moving. And there's one drop that's like the Tower of Terror, where all of a sudden you drop, you know, like several stories. But it was really cool, and um, it really wasn't scary. I wasn't expecting it and didn't know it was going to happen. And uh, here's more of the, the battle going on outside. And then we have escaped, and um, this is the ship. I think it crashed. This is We're back on the planet again, because there's our pilot, and um, he's talking to us. And you can see him to the left. He's illuminated there. And... Um, uh, I, I just can't remember. This might have been part of the ship that we were on. Maybe it was destroyed. And so here we are now in uh, walking out of the ride, and you can see what the interior of the rides look like. And then, of course, we had to go see Darth Vader afterwards because you have to go see Darth Vader. Okay, so opening day, we did not feel like driving up there and getting in the parking lot at 3 in the morning like we did for the Millennium Falcon ride. That was the opening of Star Wars Land. So... It felt like we were going to get a little more out of it than just waiting in line for a ride. 
So we decided to wait until, like I said, it was like two weeks ago. And let's see, were we there? We got there. Okay, we spent the night. So the first day we got there and we got in the park and you could not get into a boarding pass until you were inside the park, until your wristband had been, um, uh, had checked you in. So we did that and it was like eight in the morning and we were boarding group 92. <laughs> and they were on like boarding group 18 or something like that. So we had a feeling that we were not going to be able to get on. And we had to leave that afternoon to get back home. We don't live very far. We live a few hours from Disney World. But we didn't want to stay. There were things that we had to do. So we thought, well, if we don't get in today, then we'll just come back another day. So as it's getting closer and closer to a time that we have to leave, it is still so far from the boarding pass that we had. I think boarding pass 31 was the last one we saw and it was like 1.30 and we said, oh, we got to go home. So we went home and my husband kept checking the boarding passes just to see if they would ever get to our boarding pass 92 before the day ended. And um, they didn't, I don't think they did. So we get though a notice in the mail, in our, in our email, either that night or the next day that they're so sorry they could not accommodate us. They would, we could come back another day and they gave us a free pass, a free one day pass to, the, to any Disney park for each of us. So we're pass holders. So we just tuck those away. They're good till like 2030, the end of 2030. So uh, because we don't get the um, platinum passes where you can go anytime, um, we may use those sometime when we want to go uh, during a Christmas holiday or in another blackout day. Uh, so we said, okay. We, oh, and it was a fast pass. That was the other thing they gave us so that all we had to do was come back to the park and we'd be able to get right into line. We wouldn't have to try to get a boarding pass. We just get right into line because we had a fast pass. So that was very cool. So I think we had to wait about a week before we could go back. And uh, I was very excited to do that because um, I really wanted to see the ride. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. So we got back, like I said, about a week later, I think it was, and we stood in line. I think I think we stood in line for about an hour, hour and a half before we got to the first official part of the ride. But I would say that standing in line is part of the ride itself, especially if you have the Play app on the Disney Play app on your phone. Make sure it's downloaded before you go into the caves because you may not get phone service to download it in there. I think things were really slow, but it may be because there were so many people trying to play it or download it at the same time. So uh, make sure it's done. And, and as soon as you're in Star Wars land, you want to start doing those, those, um, the games that are involved. And you, I think you go to the Millennium Falcon and then you start, you turn on the app, tells you where to start and you start from there. But as you're going around, um, you just, you keep uh, doing a screen capture of, uh, there'll be little labels on um, the size of buildings, on the equipment, I'm doing air quotes, equipment, uh, if you're listening on the podcast, of the things that the rebels have, have left around the city or are hiding or whatever. Um, so uh, make sure you have that ready because that gives you something to do while you're inside that line. And there was a lot to look at as you're going through the line. I didn't take photos of a lot of the things just because I was really busy looking at everything. 
And uh, next time I go through, if there's anything more interesting, maybe I'll take more pictures, but I'm sure there's lots of great um, uh, walkthroughs already out there. Uh, anyway, so um, that's the part that I wanted to add. And um, if you have comments, if you've been to Star Wars land, um, leave a comment. Let me know what you thought of it. Uh, we can't share pictures, unfortunately. Um, I don't think you can with um, in the comment or the links or anything. But I think in, in YouTube, you can do replies. So if you've been and I screwed up completely and you want to correct something, leave a reply video. Just be nice. And um, I guess that's about it. So um, my official ending will be just in a second. So I'll be right back. And that's it. I hope you can get out to Star Wars Land either at Disney World or at Disneyland and check those out if you're a fan. The hotel will be opening, I'm going to say soon, but I don't know if they've actually started construction on it. So I need to check into that. It's like this hotel where you can stay and it's, it's like Westworld where you're immersed in this experience and you don't even have to leave the hotel. But I guess what, if they do, if you do leave, they'll take you to Star Wars land so you don't have to pass through any of the other stuff. And it's like you're really in the Star Wars universe. And it, there's even things that happen at the hotel. Like I said, it's like Westworld. So, uh, but except all the people are real, <laughs> as far as I know. So um, anyway, but I think that's a ways out. And uh, I'm not sure I would do it. I'm not really one for dressing up and 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 doing that kind of thing. I like going and observing other people doing it, but I don't really like doing it myself. So we'll see. Anyway, anyway, I will see you next time. I'm sure I'll have a great show for you. Uh, in the meantime, go read a good book.